KTWV and the opinions expressed during the show are not necessarily those of the staff, management, or ownership of WGCH Radio. Good morning, Greenwich. Welcome to Fashion Friday. Very, very, very excited today. Several reasons. Let's start with talking about... Anything to do with, with uh, fashion? <laughs> or is it something else? <laughs> no, it's fashion. Well, a little of both, but uh, it's fashion. It's fashion. We've got to stick to the topics here because I have to talk about New York Fashion Week. So that's, you know, yes. that's basically yes. what I've been doing for the past week. So, okay, let's just let's get right into it. Um, what did I see? Here's what I saw. I, I'm also going to tell you what I heard, too, which was very interesting. It gave me some ideas to start. Um, may, maybe next season I will make a conscious effort to do this because I thought of it halfway through the week. Sitting at shows. I'm going to circle back to, the, to what I saw, by the way. Sitting at shows or waiting in line. You know in New York Fashion Week there's lots of waiting. So you're waiting in line. Even, even when you have a ticket, of course, when you have a ticket, uh, there's waiting for the show to start. On average, shows usually run about 30 minutes late. They can run much longer. Oftentimes, I've had to leave a show because it was running so late that it was going to be late for the next show. Uh, yeah, it's on and on and on. So the list goes on. It's fun. It is fun. I'm not going to say it's not. Um, there's just a lot of that. And especially if you're standing in heels and you're like, gosh, I just want to sit down. So doing that... Often I'm by myself. Sometimes I'm with a friend or client, but I'm usually by myself, and I overhear a lot. I, by the way, I have great hearing. <laughs> There's two things. My husband can attest to this. I have a great sense of smell, and I have excellent hearing. So not that I want to eavesdrop, but you know, sometimes you're bored, you're standing there, and you can't help but overhear someone right next to you. Usually it's talking loud anyway. So there were some things that I overheard that were f- very funny, and I thought that would be great to kind of – Not record it, but just document it down and then kind of like read these quotes or read these things, you know, people talking about other, obviously other people. And I thought that would be funny. So I think next Fashion Week in February, I'm going to do that. I'm actually going to make a conscious effort of jotting down funny things that I hear, Hmm. whether it's in line or, you know, and I hear, because you hear everything from name dropping to I'm the designer's cousin twice removed to I'm, you know, I'm this, everyone is quote unquote someone. Hmm. Right. And uh, yes, you have to kind of just ignore all that because it can be quite obnoxious. Um, everyone is important or thinks they're very important. Um, but the funny thing is, at the end of the day, you get in, you go up, and usually you have a barcode. You have a seat assignment. Mm. Not always. Some people have to stand. So that oh. – you meet, oh, there's like a pecking order. You don't, you don't even know. The front row is obviously front row. Then there's the rest of the seated area. Then there's the standing t- – so you have a ticket to stand, and then there's – if they have any more room, they'll let you slide in. So, like, standing room. So, the ticket does <laughs> specify where you're able to yes. put yourself. Yes, it does. Okay. Oh, yeah, there's seat assignments. And there's, like, you know, A1, A2, and, and on and on and on. So, when you get a confirmation from a show, first you have to be invited. Then you RSVP. Then the PR firm will come back to you and say... This is for each show? Yes. Wow. This is for each show. Yes. Unless it's a specific kind of... Um, different events where they're just let some some are open to the public very few are open to the public that's usually more of a collaboration an up-and-coming designer trust me there's no ralph lauren doesn't do an open to the public show or anyone like that 
So um, those are much harder to get into. Uh, yeah, for each show. Or if it's a presentation, which is different, that's just a lot of models kind of standing around in the clothes where you don't have a seat assignment. You're just walking around looking at, like, from little, little vignettes. I see. So the runway show is very different. Personally, I'm not a fan of the runway show. I think we need to move on from it, and I, I agree with the designers that are doing different things in different spaces and making it more of an experience that you walk through and see the clothes. But anyway, when you get invited, so you get your confirmation. You get RSVPS, you get your confirmation. You get a seat assignment. You get a barcode. So when you're in line to show your barcode, you have to pull up your barcode. So I can't tell you how many people, they get to the front of the line. Now they've been standing in line just like I have for 30, 40, maybe even longer, 50 minutes. And they get to the front and they don't have the barcode pulled up. And I just want to scream, have your barcode pulled up. You're getting up there because then they just hold up the rest of the line. And they're digging through the emails. They're on their phones. They're di- <laughs> Yes, it becomes a nightmare every time, every time. And I just want, I, I, I feel like there needs to be line control. <laughs> or maybe there needs to be something built into the app that automatically puts the barcode on their face of their screen. So it's the, it's, they can see it right there. They don't have to go looking for it somewhere. Yes. You know, that might be an yeah. nice idea. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I think there should, there is an app, um, it's called GPS Radar, that if you log in, you have an account, which I do, and once you get accepted, you get invited, and you RSVP yes, it does link your invitations and the shows you're going to with this app, so with your calendar. Oh, all right. However, I think it needs a little more work, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, I, uh, what you just said would be a great idea to then not only link your where you're going when, but link your ticket with your barcode. So mm. if you just open it up, it's right there. I agree. I agree. That's kind of like airline. There's I have a JetBlue app, and it's like that. If I open it up, I can then use that. That's my boarding pass. Once I download it. So somebody's it, already doing it. That's good. That's absolutely. Airlines, yeah. yeah. I know uh, Delta and JetBlue do do that. I do that when I'm traveling. 24 hours before I leave, I check in, you know, I get the email, check in and download my boarding pass. So when I get to the airport, it's already done. And I'm just, they're just scanning, you know, you know, I'm all about moving quickly through the airport. (laughs) We've talked about that. Um, But anyway, as quickly as possible anyway. Yes. Yes. Uh, So that's one of the many, many annoyances of fashion week. They don't have their barcode, they, you know, or, or they don't have the ticket. And then you just hear every excuse in the book. You know, um, I did hear, this is one funny quote I heard. I don't have my ticket, but I'm always front row. (laughs) I always sit in the front row. (laughs) And I'm looking at this woman and I'm thinking, is that really going to (laughs) work? I don't know if it worked or not, but I didn't then follow up and see where she went. But that's what she said. I can see all the heads hearing her say that, looking to the person who's supposed to decide whether that's acceptable or not. Right. Okay. Are you going to accept that? No. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) I, I don't mean to take it, but I, I always sit in the front row. And I was like, well, she said it with conviction, <laughs> so I don't know. As, as you should if you're going to be that, uh, well, oh, yeah, gutsy. Yeah, yeah. So I heard, I did overhear another person talking about street style, the thing I always talk here on the show about. And it were two gals, and they were just not a fan. They said, can we just be over this whole thing? And I started <laughs> laughing. I couldn't help but laugh because it was funny. Because, one, I kind of get how they're feeling, but at the same time, this is what, for me, this is what makes it fun. It's, it's like going to the zoo, you know. It's, Isn't that where kind of things get started anyway? Well, because now, yes. designers see uh, somebody who's developed something 
interesting yes for themselves and they see it on the street and they go hmm i think i can make something with that yeah some of them yes for hmm. sure um and i also think there's a whole you know it's 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 almost like it's a style now. Street style has become, you know, like sportswear. Oh, I see. What um, you mean. Right. It's, it's, that be- too. Right. it's become a category, basically. Mm. And um, it's basically just that. I think it's fun to just people watch, you know, it, on the, because it's quite hectic. You're having fun. I am. I am. That's I, the right idea. Yes, I, I do. I enjoy it. I laugh. There's people that just take it way too seriously. Mm. And I'm like, oh. And there's people that, you know, because if you're going to certain shows, especially now, there's no longer uh, tents. When it used to be in Bryant Park and there were the tents. Well, I've seen there, that. Yeah. I've, that was much better. Because I've actually it, been there for a, a couple of those. You have? Yeah. One of, the, one of the shows here was going to actually go and do their show from, from the tents. And I, they had to have an engineer, so I had to go and I... I got a chance to see what the craziness was like. And yeah. boy, was it crazy. It was. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I, you know, I miss that. I, I definitely, <laughs> I miss not just the craziness. I miss when it was all in the tents. Oh, I see. Now, because it was one place. It's very different now. Oh, yeah. So now it's basically all over New York, into Brooklyn a little bit. Um, there's still a couple of places like Skylight, Clarkson Square, which is downtown on the on the lower west side. There's a bunch of shows. There's a few venues that there will be on show, very, uh, various shows going on each day. But it's not everything isn't under one roof anymore. Things are definitely still very spread out. Um, Tory Burch was uptown, but in a beautiful space. So if you're late for one, I mean, if a show runs late and, and you try to get to the next show, you may have to go across town. Oh, yes. Oh, oh not just goodness. across town, to a different borough. <laughs> oh, dear. So I, I don't. I've never been to a show in Brooklyn, um, but there's not that many. There's a few designers that decide to do that. And, yeah, that's been, like, you know, a big topic of conversation was, you know, especially fashion editors that are, you know, uh, the hierarchy of fa- the fashion world. They're up there. Um, you know, do I want to, as they put it, do I want to schlep to Brooklyn? <laughs> so, And, you know, when you're in New York, it's like, that's it. There's no, there's no other place. So um, it is. Yes, yes, yes. You can sit in traffic. You can miss shows because now things are all spread out. So uh, now, are yeah. there many like you who go to multiple shows? Yes. Let me tell you. There's so there must be a whole cadre of people going from one show to the next yes. as a group because they're all within the same time frame. Well, keep in mind this. There are many different shows going on at the same time. Uh, so there's that times 10. So many different groups going to many different shows. So your choice of shows also means you're choosing not to see certain shows. Correct. But your choice of shows to also dictate it. Really, what dictates is where you got invited to. Ah. So, if we're talking t- creme de la creme, we're talking Anna Wintour, let's say, fashion editor of Vogue or wherever. That obviously would have their choice of where they're going to go, and they're going certain places for certain reasons. They've got to feature them in the magazine, or they need to see this or that, or um, photographers and top stylists, celebrity stylists. They're going to the top shows, the Ralph Lauren, Ralph Lauren's, the Marc Jacobs, the, you know, Michael Kors, all of those shows. Um, so that's a little bit different. So, yeah, they're not going to every show either, but they're going to all the top shows. But that it depends on where you get invited. So 
I don't get invited to every show. I get invited to a small handful of shows, but I'm always appreciative of where I get invited to. And um, I used to go to everything, every single thing. Whether I heard of, I get invited to, who is this? What? I don't know. Mm. It's an up-and-coming designer, or it's a designer that's just smaller. We haven't heard of them yet. They haven't been featured. They're not in a major retailer. Maybe they're just online. Maybe they're just in boutiques. But um, I used to go to everything. It ends up being such a nightmare and truly chaotic that I've said a few years back, okay, I'm going to be a little bit pickier. And I've also, I've seen it. I've done it. It's, you know, it's, it's great. It's fun. But it's at the end of the week, I'll tell you, I'm exhausted because not only are you, tra- you know, kind of traipsing all over town, you're usually in some sort of outfit, you know, and obviously, Trying you know, look I, interesting too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just like to have fun and dress according to where I'm going. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't really matter what you wear to, and you can wear anything to any show. If you're seated front row, the general rule is you will dress to, you will wear something from the designer. But that's if you're front row. So really, nobody else cares. When, if you're not front row, you know, that's sort of the status symbol. Yeah, you want, you often like editors or stylists or celebrities are sitting front row and they've been gifted an outfit or they've been, or they can borrow an outfit from the designer. And it's just kind of saying thank you, paying respect to the designer. It's also selling their stuff, you know, because it's all, it's always shown who's, who was front row. Etc. So, um, so that's that. But I usually like to just wear a fun outfit that I wouldn't normally get to wear. So I'm usually in heels, and not that I don't normally wear heels, but I'm usually in an outfit that I wouldn't be working in. Let's say that, um, because then in between, there's you're meeting this one and that one. You have time for coffee, or maybe you meet a client in between for lunch, or or another uh, influencer, another stylist. You kind of catch up. There are people that I catch up with only at Fashion Week. So, you know, you've got a block of time in between shows. You go for lunch or whatever. And then there's, oh, then there's that. Then there's where to lunch because then that's a whole scene. (laughs) You know, the fashion crowd is very, I will say this, fashion crowd is very picky. And they like to be seen at pretty places. And they like to go where there's good food. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's me. I just want to get a good meal. <laughs> Take a full advantage of the New York experience. Yeah, yeah. It's fun. But anyway, nonetheless, uh, all right, so what did I see? I saw lots of checks, lots of prints, and lots of suiting. I saw oh. lots, yes, which was interesting because I've been talking about it here on the show, about what's trending for fall. Um, now, here's the thing. This year in New York Fashion Week, September's always funny. February is a little more predictable. We know it's going to be freezing. It's just a matter of how cold it's going to be. The September shows, are, it's like, uh, you know, we roll the dice. So as you know, this past two weeks, we've had 90s, temperatures in the 90s, and mm-hmm. extremely humid. We've had rain for several days straight. We had a, a day or two there where it was in the 60s, which was really nice, I think like 70 degrees. Um, so all of this comes into play is what to wear, which also like what I saw. Um, I did this. I was comfortable. Every day I was comfortable. I liked my outfits every day, but I make sure the footwear, that, that's key. You have to be comfortable. Uh, and on the rainy day, I chose to wear a hat. I said, I'm just going to wear a little hat and worked it nicely into my outfit and we're good to go. It's, as opposed to carrying an umbrella, because then what do you do with the umbrella when you're in the show? And, you know, on and on and on. It's but the hat of, just protects your hair, basically. You know? Right. What about the rest of you? 
Were you, were you wearing your raincoat or? No, I wasn't wearing a raincoat. But oh, okay. it, it wasn't. It was a Tuesday. This oh, it wasn't past Tuesday. Pouring rain. No, it wasn't pouring. We had a little spritz and then not, and then it was kind of on and off. And again, I'm in and out, mm. so I'm only out to catch a taxi. And then I get it. I get it. <laughs> so it worked. It, it did. It worked. Um, but yes, yeah, so I saw lots of this and lots of bold color. I saw little here and there the Western trend. I saw lots of very feminine kind of romantic dressing, like long, flowy dresses with ruffles. I saw lots of prints, lots of fun prints, um, lots of volume. I saw lots of puffy sleeves. And oh, no, they're yes, back. <laughs> yes, I saw puffy sleeves and lots of full skirts, so lots of volume, Oh, I would say. Um, that was my general consensus of, of people on the street, whether they were famous infamous whatever uh whether they were uh stylist or influencers or you could tell when someone's just you know dressing because they want to dress you can tell by the string of paparazzi that are trying to take their picture or not <laughs> that's usually the, the hmm. key because then there's that um the street photographer uh, not paparazzi necessarily but street photographers um so I did see lots of celebrities. I have to say the person I thought that looked the best. Everybody looked great, though, now that I think about it. I saw the Hilton sisters. Um, I thought Katie Holmes looked stunning. She was in a white dress, and she just looked really, really pretty. Hmm. Uh, she was at the Alice and Olivia presentation. And it's just that she looked really pretty. Um, sometimes when you see celebrities in person. Is her hair long or straight? Sh- short. Short. Short, okay. Yeah. She just looked really pretty. Um, classic white dress. It's not even out yet because, of course, I asked. Where I know, I know Alice and Olivia. I know this brand very well, and I said I haven't seen that dress, and they said it's not out yet. It's coming out soon. So, she obviously, like I said, celebrities get dressed and they get preference as to what they're wearing to the show, as they should, as they should. They're do a great job of selling uh, whatever it is they're wearing. So, yes. Yeah, so this is what I saw. I saw lots of this, and. Um, Mostly, I saw I saw suiting. I was paying attention to the prints and how people were wearing it, um, and I kind of was thinking about it. And I was jotting down a few things of of um, how to wear it. Actually, going to take a quick break, and we come back. We're going to talk about this: how to wear this head to toe dressing via suiting. When we come back, stay with us on fourteen ninety WGCH. Tina Broccoli is an image consultant, personal shopper, and wardrobe organizer. She will assist you in identifying your ideal look and style and the statements you want to make to those around you. But it's not magic. The image really comes from within you. Tina just helps to bring it out. Visit StyleByTina.com. That's StyleByTina.com. Tina will assess and evaluate your overall appearance and determine how best to achieve a look that will reflect your best attributes through your wardrobe, accessories, makeup, and hair. Visit StyledByTina.com. That's StyledByTina.com. Contact Tina to set up an initial consultation. She'll guide you in your shopping and wardrobe composition. Tina continues to help busy moms like yourself from executive working women to stay-at-home moms. Visit Tina today at StyledByTina.com. Visit StyleByTina.com. Welcome back to Fashion Friday. That was a great 
question, Bob. It just asked a good, good question. <laughs> I always do it right at the wrong moment. No, I know. but I thought it was a good question. So your question was? Well, I'm just wondering how international an experience uh, Fashion Week in New York is, or is it more of an American experience? And then you said, well, and then it moves on to London. And I says, well, does that tend to be a British uh, designer experience, or is it British, French, you know, Chinese? And, and that was really where I was going to go with that question. Are you seeing any Chinese designers? Yes, I do. Here in New York, Asian, there's a huge uh, uh, time frame of when I've seen um, up-and-coming Asian designers. And, you know, there are certainly some amazing Asian designers. Um, Have there always been, or is this something new? Uh, I want to say there have always been, just probably not as many hmm. um, as there are now. Um because they're certainly, have, you know, their finger on the pulse when it comes, Asia definitely, China in particular, finger on the pulse when it comes to fashion. Yeah. And there are some really creative and talented designers, younger designers that are coming through. Um, so to answer your question, yes. primarily, yes, there will be American designers at New York Fashion Week. It doesn't mean you won't see a British designer or an Asian designer. I don't, I'm not sure what dictates who's going to show where. I assume that's up to the designer. Hmm. Probably a lot to do with um, <clears throat> clientele and money. Where, where they sure. want to market their product. Where they want to yeah. market the product. Yeah. Right, right. Exactly. I would think. Um, and where they're based, I, I would think. So primarily it's American designers. It's not to say we don't. Like I said, I've seen Asian designers mm-hmm. um, in London. So now uh, just started this week. for the or th- Not a week. It's a little bit shorter. I want to say it's like four or five days. Is London Fashion Week. So that is primar- primarily British designers. However, we've seen American designers show decide to show in London for whatever their reason. Mm-hmm. After that, it moves on to Milan. And again, primarily Italian designers. And then lastly is Paris Fashion Week. where And that often you'll see some crossover. Paris Fashion Week for me, I've never gone. I only, uh, you know, I will get there one day. I usually watch everything on the internet. And for me, maybe because it's, um, you know, designers, uh, brands like Givenchy or uh, whatever, whoever decides to show is... It's really sort of the creme de la creme, I think. I think, and here's the other thing. Each city has its own aesthetic. I mean, without fashion, we know that. But when you're talking fashion, Mm. each city kind of has its own aesthetic. And I think that, for example, um, London is a little bit more... Um, how do how do I want to describe that? I want to say more edgy, but maybe like a little rock and roll infused, a little bit more militant, a little more, you know, you'll see great trench coats and, you know, um, New York, I think is a little more step out of the box, step out of your comfort zone. You'll see more odd things. Um, hmm. Yeah, so I think there's a little bit of that. I think each city definitely has its own aesthetic when it comes to their fashion week. Um, you'll see Paris definitely is more romantic and um, over-the-top, feminine, frilly, um, even if it's not frilly, or f- it's still very feminine and strong, um, really beautiful dressing. So in, that's in general. Um, so, yeah, so to answer your question, it's primarily, I would say, but it's not uh, uh, strictly American designers. You certainly could show here. I'm I sure see. it's, again, about where they want to market their product. So. 
That being said, all right, so last year it was all about the blazer. It was blazer heaven, which, by the way, the blazer never goes away. I'm a blazer girl, and uh, just sometimes the blazer is a little bit more in the forefront uh, spotlight on the blazer. This year it's all about head-to-toe dressing via suiting. So we talked about menswear-inspired suiting for women. The fresh take on it. Here's how I really love it. I saw this I saw this a little bit, but I noticed I've been gravitating towards this. It's really mixing and matching. So mixing two similar pieces with slightly different plaids. I love this. Here's the key. Here's the key because this is not this is not fashion 101. This is a little bit more fashion forward. You've got to tie the two together somehow. So similar color tones or similar prints. You can't take a, you know, one huge exploded plaid yellow and mix it with a teeny tiny check that's red white and blue or whatever it will end up being too messy so let me say this to keep it safe grays blacks whites very easy so a check with a window pane or a hound's tooth something like that where from a distance they're both going to read as a solid so keep the scale i see similar so the scale of the prints of the plaid and then keep a color similar. So if it's black, if it's white, if it's something neutral. But it, it really looks effortless. And I'll say it's really nice. And, I was, and I'm thinking a jacket and pants or a jacket and a skirt. And then obviously the shirt will be a solid color to kind of break the two up. But it really looks pretty, I think. Even if you did like a pinstriped blazer with a pair of plaid pants. Definitely could work. Make sure something ties the two together. There has to be, you know, a color that's the common denominator. So if it's neutrals, if it's navies, if it's reds, whatever it might be. Um, it's really, really, I, th- I think it's, it looks very chic. Um, the other thing is to go oversized with the blazer. Um, maybe a suit is like too stiff for you. He's like, oh, I don't want to do a suit. So then maybe you go for that boyfriend style cut, an oversized blazer, more of a relaxed fit, more of a like a pajama cut top. Um, I think I think that would work nicely with. You can do that with anything: jeans, a uh, pair of uh, trousers. So a loose fitting, a loose fitting blazer. Yeah oversized i'm Ooh. calling it so some yeah, right. if suiting is not for you if a suiting is a little too stiff for you i'm saying an oversized blazer very very 80s think very 80s yeah um but that's that's where we are do we have uh, shoulder pads back or no we do but not necessarily in the blazers okay we do we All do right. yeah um, which leads me to my next thing. So if you're doing that oversized thing, you've got to limit accessories, really, because it really can be too much. So I would just basically add a sneaker to whether you're wearing pants or skirt. Sneaker, if you could do a platform sneaker, even better. Mm. Think This is a very 80s style. Think Melanie Griffith and Working Girl. It's very much like that. Um, it's a little bit uh, pulled back, a little bit uh, uh, more streamlined. So it's, um, you know, but yeah, it's that 80s look for sure all over again. It's back. Or if you are going towards the sort of head-to-toe suiting, how about adding a pop of neon? In, the, in with the suiting. This is kind of two trends in one. I like this idea. I did see a little bit of neon at Fashion Week. I saw a famous blogger uh, wearing, wearing a pop of neon. So, girl after my own heart. 
All right, so that's it. That wraps up my Fashion Week experience, and uh, it's pretty much everything we talk about here on the show. I love it. So Even with all my interruptions. That's amazing. It, no, great questions <laughs> you had. Very good points. I love it. Um, next week, we're going to talk about this further. We're going to talk about London and Paris, and as the fashion train moves on, you won't want to miss what's going on in the other cities and how it's going to affect our fashion world and our, our day-to-day dressing. Join me next week for more Fashion Friday on 1490 WGCH. The station you grew up with, 1490 WGCH Greenwich. Special report, Hurricane Florence. The National Hurricane Center says the eye of Hurricane Florence is wobbling slowly southwest just off the coast of North Carolina near the border with South Carolina.